right, ladies and gentlemen, we are live with episode two of In Response To, and as always, I'm joined with Brandon, <laughs> aka Muatarin. How you doing? What's up? <laughs> so, can you say as always? This is like the second time. As well, that's it's just like habit when I do podcasting. As always, we've got sure. you know we're doing this and we're doing that, and oh, we got Curran. <laughs> is Curran still doing the podcast? Do you guys? No, because he's. Yeah. You know, real life work and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, heard yours is done. Yeah, so sad. It is. I miss Curran. <laughs> See, now he can come back for this retirement cast that I want to do with, with Word and a bunch of retired pros. That, that would be awesome. I'd support it. Yeah, this um, sounds like the sweetest idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you're watching it and you're like, "What are they talking about?" We're talking about StarCraft stuff because yeah. that is where. We met each other first, and then we realized magic is awesome, and we both play magic, and we want to talk about magic just as much as we want to talk about other stuff. So we decided to uh, do a podcast, and modern is our format of choice, mm -hmm. so it just makes sense to do a modern-based podcast. Yep, yeah, pretty much, man. That, that sounds about right. Mm -hmm. Sounds like what we said at some point. <laughs> at some point over the, the many months before we decided to start this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when it was just like a Skype message where we both responded every like three or four days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> busy, <bad. laughs> we're busy people. What can we say? Uh, I guess so. <laughs> um, so if you guys missed our first episode, you know, we, we kind of introed who we are, what you know, that sort of stuff, how long we've been playing, and and that sort of thing. So if you're interested in that, that that video is up on YouTube uh, as well as well as Twitch. Um, so you guys can search for in response to or search for uh, Nan Man or the real Nan Man and you'll be able to find that video. Um, so we don't have to do too much of the intro stuff this week, I don't think. Um, but what we are going to focus on is the kind of modern meta because it has been shifting a little bit. We've had um, the open series, SCG Charlotte uh, was modern for it. Uh, so a lot of people came out for that. Uh, Worlds, they have it split between a Modern Master Draft, they had uh, Constructed Modern, and then of course Origins and Standard, so we're not going to worry about the, the Standard stuff. Yeah, I think Standard Finals are today, but yes, okay. they are. Yeah, top I four, actually, great players though. Yeah, some really, really great players. <clears throat> um, and talk a little bit about some of the upcoming events for those that might be um, interested for Season 4 for the GP season. Uh, there's a couple modern ones uh, that we'll just kind of touch on there. Uh, and then, you know, there's potentially some new changes coming up um, and, and some new lands that we're going to be discussing mm, today. Lands. Lands. <laughs> Everybody loves lands. Um, <laughs> so and, like, one other card from that set? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So, so we'll be talking about some, some, uh, some good stuff there so why don't we get started then with with charlotte um with, yeah yeah let's the, do it man the, the scg event so modern um was the event for charlotte and i really wanted to go down uh but sadly i was not able to that weekend and so i i, I missed out on but like are, oh, are you are you close to charlotte uh it's like six hour five hours okay sure so drivable for yeah sure. so yeah. i i didn't have a problem with, with being able to drive because I used to drive to like Raleigh for um, MLGs and stuff like that. Go so, to Carolina. Yeah, I so, only know that because of 
when the Carolina Hurricanes were in the NHL Finals. Um, yep, <laughs> they yep. stole a cup from a Canadian team. <laughs> Those jerks. No one in that state cares. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Same with Tampa. Ah, Stupid Tampa. Anyway, now I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> You're done with your hockey rant for a little bit. Yeah, I don't even like hockey anymore. It's just <laughs> I, <then>. <laughs> uh, so we got to see a nice variety of decks. Um, yeah, that that placed up through. Um, really, our, our top four was um, a lot of the decks that you will expect to to play against. I'd say even our top eight in general. Let, let's yeah, just say just the full top eight. Decks. You know, there was we had Jund. We had Junk or Abzan in there. Mm -hmm. um, one of the company decks. The Ooh. Abzan company, we had not seen as much uh, because pretty much everybody was like, you know what? I'm going to just throw Chords and Collected in an Elf deck and we're going to have Elves. We're going to do Elf stuff instead. Yeah. Um, so that was cool to see at least um, Logan Mize there play his Abzan company. Got sixth place with that. Um there's control deck in there, Grixis, and I mm -hmm. think a lot of people are, are seeing that pop up potentially in, in your guys' own areas, uh, but it is popping up a lot more, too. Um, and yeah. we have one of the Tron players, Green Red Tron. Um, You're happy about Tron. I, I was happy to see Tron get up there. Um, I, it's it's a good deck. It's, it's very easy to hate out <laughs> and disrupt. Not if you're playing Jun, man. Well, that okay. That's, that is true. <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> well, but you, you've got access to, to Fulminators. The matchup is so bad, I've just given up. Yeah. I just, I lose against Tron. <laughs> I have one Blood Moon. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you don't even run the Fulminators in your board or something? No. No more Fulminators. You either run a main deck or not at all now. <laughs> Those are your two choices. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I actually haven't seen main deck fulminators for a while but yeah that was uh that was kind of the the defined thing to do at one point yes but it's kind of gone away i it's not as unwinnable as i feel but man i just, just can't <laughs> <laughs> so uh, another interesting thing when most people hear about this deck they think it's a a fringe deck or a tier two deck something that they're not going to be facing very often and it's not going to be doing very well but it is actually positioned very well in the meta right now and is yeah. super strong. Um, I'm, of course, talking about Merfolk. Yep, actually, Merfolk's really good right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, Hunter yeah, Nance got second with his Merfolk deck. And um, I think we're going to see a lot more Merfolk players start to crop up again with mm -hmm. the fact that Harbinger uh, got reprint or got printed. And it's, it's a two-mana bouncer tap creature. That card's real, man. Yeah. Like, it's good. Um, I... It's just... Like, it's good in standard. Like, it's okay in standard, but I think it's really good in modern. Just the tempo that you get with this is so much more important in that format. It's so much faster, and then you're like, okay, bounce your Tarmogoyf, and then I'll double block this other creature. It's like, oh, this is really bad for me. Yeah. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> it, it's, it's still 2-2 two -two body. The 2-2 like, two -two body, you can vial it in... Um, and not have to worry so much about it. Let me pull it up for, yep. for, for all you guys that are... Also, it says Merfolk right on it. So... <laughs> that's, that's its So it's, it's all, all kinds of win there. It says Merfolk on it. It gets yeah, buffed by, by all of your lords. Um, 
no, it's 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 really really good. Um, and a lot of people were experimenting with the different um, types of merfolk decks, like the blue white for a while to mm -hmm. add in path and everything. And I think that worked out really well when everybody was running twin. Um, and now right. twin has fallen off a little bit more. Yeah, twin's kind of gotten pushed up by Jund a bit. Mm -hmm. Like just the other, the the black green mid range decks have a good yes. matchup there. Abrupt decay just just oh, ruins that deck's yeah. life. <laughs> if you play, I found that if I ever lose to to twin, it's because I screwed up. Yeah, I don't think I've ever lost to twin and thought, yeah, I, I just couldn't do anything from here. Well, the, the, there like, there has been times where it's like I don't have a, like any interaction with it. Like if I'm playing yeah. infect or something, and I was like, I don't have a vines, and it's turn three, you flash it in. Turn four, you just had it. Yeah, I am saying from like a Jun point of view, like oh no, like yeah, that if it's from Jun and you are losing to Twin, you're using your spells it's your fault. a wrong way. You're yeah, yeah, you're doing something that you're. It, you're it's that, that or or you have just gotten the worst draws imaginable. Ah uh, yeah, yeah, which happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it certainly happens. You you might keep like a a hand without any kind of abrupt decay or whatever, right. and then they kind of just have it with redundancy and like your thoughts. He's can't do anything about it. Sure, I mean, sometimes this happens, but in general, I feel pretty favored in the matchup, mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, it, that's, it's kind of meant that just Twin isn't played as much anymore, even the blue-red version can't really do much about it. I think the Teamer version's, like, really bad for Stunned, because you're, you're really trying to play a longer game, yeah. or, or tempo-style game, but Jun just does it better, they just kill your stuff and play bigger threats, mm -hmm. so... It's uh, it's not a great matchup, but yeah, I mean this this fish deck. <laughs> I <laughs> I'm, I'm all about it, especially like it runs the two uh, Kira's glass spinner in the main board. Yeah, like it, it is mo mono blue devotion merfolk style. Um, yeah, because it runs the four masters of the wave in there. I mean, your lords, your your masters of the pearl tridents, your harbinger of the tides. That's all giving you double devotion. Um, Kira's got two blue on it as well. You're going to have spreading seas in your opponent's stuff. You're going to get a whole bunch of elementals uh, with this deck. Um, my, my list is very similar, but I have less uh, masters in it. I, I only run one okay. master in the main board, and I keep the others on the side. Oh, wow. There's four in this one. There, there, there are four in it. But, I mean, it was also potentially going into the weekend, you want to position yourself better against multiple decks and maybe you yeah. know the burn deck is tough for that deck too because they can sit there and be like all right here's my lord uh bolt kill boom boom <laughs> boom i'm not gonna let you get any presents so yeah I, I can see maybe why that might be the case yeah master is actually one of the better cards versus um well i keep talking about it but john <laughs> uh, so the the is really relevant because it it hoses lightning bolt and um and terminate, yep. which is like most of your removal now. You really switch to a terminate based deck. So, yep. I yeah, <laughs> asteroids. I don't know if I want four, but man, I want like two or three, probably somewhere in there. Like mm -hmm. the the card is very powerful. An another difference too with this deck uh, is he's only running three Murrow Regeries. Um, okay, yeah. which which I'm running four, and one of the greatest things ever is the interaction between Murrow Regery and Harbinger. Like yeah, Harbinger, stuff and yeah, then Murrow, it. boom, trigger, <laughs> alright, your thing's back in your hand. That. <laughs> so good, why would you not run, run, want to run four of that? So. That's really good. <laughs> so just a little, like, it, it's a fun deck, and it's also a relatively cheap deck, too. The Vials, 
are well, kind was. of the expense. No. Well, yeah, the vials are, are kind of expensive. Oh crap, Chris catches are ten dollars. Is it what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to get rid of mine. <laughs> okay, I, I, I lied. Like guys. I, said. I lied. Apparently, uh oh my gosh, and caverns is this, as at so caverns like infinity dollars. Forty five dollars. Five bucks. So what happened is elves was a thing, and Merfolk was a thing, like all at once, and then uh <sighs> This was after the, um, what's that, the Summerbloom deck mm -hmm. had been a thing for a little while, yeah. which also plays, like, I think it's two caverns. Yes. So, caverns have been in high demand, and, you know, s supplies just really not going up. Yeah. So, they've, they've, they've gone up a lot. This would have been a great spec, because they were, like, $6 when they rotated. Gosh. <laughs> Should have just picked them all up. Wow. I think I traded mine for like twelve yeah. at some point. I'm like, ah, that's fine. I just opened this randomly. I'm not using it anymore. Yeah, that was a mistake. Vials going up to like thirty six, thirty eight bucks. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I remember when that was like twenty twenty five. Yeah, right when it got reprinted. Yep. It was uh, not thirty six dollars. <laughs> That's for sure. Alright, so it's not as much of a budget deck as it used to be. <laughs> it's still pretty budget. I mean, if you compare it to like a fetch shock mana base. Yes. I've actually thought about adding in the um, blue-white fetches in my Merfolk deck. Um, yeah? Just a thin or what? Yeah, just to, to help thin. I'm not running... I'm running mono blue with mine, but just to help thin it out, um, yeah. you know, I think I think it might be worth it. it. Losing like one or two points of damage here is not going to hurt me because I don't run any shocks. Uh, yeah, but right I, now I'm not running Dismember in the main board. I have it in the side for mine. So maybe maybe after doing some more tweaking, we'll we'll see. But. Yeah, I like Dismember. I think it's going to be good in pretty much every matchup. Yeah. I don't mind main decking it. Like yeah, it's one mana pay four kill a thing, but mm. you can you can get a lot done with a Dismember, yes. <laughs> especially in a deck where you've got you know, your vials and all your creatures are cheap. So yeah, if you yeah if you're looking for a deck, I think this is a pretty sweet one to get into. Mm -hmm. Like we said, I mean, it's not, it's not cheap. <laughs> it used to be cheap. Yeah. It's it's not cheap, but it's still pretty budgety for modern. What we found is that modern is just an expensive format. Yes. But it's actually accessible because nothing's on the restricted list, so it's still easier to get into than legacy. Mm -hmm. Um. So uh, another player, the boss, played that weekend. Yep. Um. And Imagine you're happy. <laughs> I, I was static to watch him play and, and yep. then he played against under nance and, and got stomped yeah that guy just that's but ruined his it, life. <laughs> really that, that is a really tough matchup um, is it so i went into it thinking that it was really good for in fact what's it, it, what's so hard about so it it can be like in those first few turns if you, if you can get it if you can get off real quick then great yeah. but as the game progresses the race gets much worse for you because they just okay. snowball out of control super quick yeah, and, and, it's, and plus with having insane. Harbinger in there now too, so you can be like, all right, I'll swing in with, for like one point because like a lot of the time it's it's that build up now. It's not yeah. the uh, bam gotcha, um, so it's it's harder now with Harbingers and stuff like that to really get get your feet out uh, from under you. So okay, well I, I looked at the list and saw um, Harbinger is obviously really good. It's, it's like one of your best cards in the matchup because you can follow it in and just kind of get them. Yep. Um, but Curse Catcher was the other one that I thought I would be really worried about. Mm -hmm. But past that, I mean, not much. Obviously, Dismember is going to kill your guys. And uh, we we saw. Did you watch the games I for did. their match? I yeah. Did. Dismember on your noble go. 
Oh, you don't have a blue source? Oh, I guess you're just oh, dead. Yeah, that sucks for you. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Oh, I guess this worked. Or the uh, double curse caster violin. Oh, Boom, yeah, that was one. so oh, sick. Here's my second one. Surprise. I was watching, my friend and I were like, yeah, he's dead if he doesn't have double curse catcher. Guess yeah. what? Guess what? He's dead. <laughs> At it. Yeah. And, and also, the boss's version uh, is more blue based than most people's, and he yeah, is. Yeah, he's like Serum Visions. He, he's playing three Serum Visions, one Piracy Charm in the main, uh, yeah. and he's taken out uh, the um, enchantment that most Infect players are, are running. Wild um, Defiance? Yes. Yeah, because most people are still running two, um, and in the main board for it, I still run two in the main board, and I have one in my side. But so he wanted, you know, a little bit more power with his, a little bit more burst, and he's also running more lands. I'm getting away with 19 lands, but I'm not running any of my ground swells. I'm still running the four of uh, might. Yeah. So his, he's got 21. Yeah. He's got dried arbor. Yeah, exactly. I even have my dried arbor in, in the side. Because, like, okay. I, the only time I ever need to bring it in is against any... Jund. Yeah, Jund or Jund. Like, if, you ever Lily, playing, if, yeah, if you're playing Lily, I then I need it. If not, I have no need for that. Mm. So, but, I don't know. When you're on big tournaments like this, it might help to, to keep it in the main board. So, I thought it was just interesting. I wasn't sure if anybody else had tried out um, his sort of style. Um, I have since put in Piracy Charm. Yeah. Um... It's really good. In, in one of my main <laughs> and one of my side right now because it is really, really good. <laughs> um, yeah, it kills a lot of creatures. It does. It kills your opponent's nobles. Kills Dark Confidant. <laughs> kills Abbott now. If yeah. they're playing that, like... And, it's like, so much ties to this. <laughs> you, you can pump with it. You yeah. can give your guy uh, um, Island Walk. Like, all, all, so all the lands. Everybody's, everybody's going to be scared of this card. Yeah, you can also discard in their draw step, I guess. Yeah, that's, that is true. <laughs> Do you want to be a truly awful person? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, that's like, it's the best thing about playing with Colgan's command. Sometimes you're just like, uh, actually, no, you don't get the draw card this turn. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. rude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank um, you. <laughs> so, how about the Jund list? Uh, okay, so there's a bit of spice here. Mm -hmm. Um, he's got one Abbot of Carol Keep, which is a card I've been trying as well. Okay. <clears throat> um, I started off with three of this card, and then I went down to two, and now I'm also at one, so I don't know how great it is, mm -hmm. but it's got matchups where I play this, and I'm like, I can't lose right now. <laughs> the real problem is, I just never want to see it before, like, turn five. Ah, Okay. okay, I don't want to see it until I'm top decking, but when you're top decking, it's incredibly yeah. good. So I think like one or two is the right number. Mm -hmm. I don't want it in my opener. It's like it's okay. Like I'm not gonna be like, well, whatever. I might as well mulligan because it's a six card hand anyway. But you know, if you're sitting there top decking with someone and you draw Abbott, you're like just this ecstatic. You get two draw steps here, and like both are relevant. That's that's pretty great. So um, I like that. Um, other than that, there's not really too much that's super interesting. He's got a Nile Spell Bomb in the sideboard. I guess, okay, his sideboard is interesting, but the main yeah. deck's pretty main deck standard is, here. Is, yeah, pretty straightforward. Yeah. The sideboard, uh, wow, rats. Why you play so many rats? It's <laughs> crazy. You need to calm down with these rats. <laughs> like, this is a lot. <laughs> damnation, two damnations, yeah. two anger. Yeah. A Shatterstorm. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, got one Shatterstorm and one Ancient Grudge as well in there. So Yeah. So, he wants to kill all the things. <laughs> Everything. He just wants them dead. Mm -hmm. And then, 
after they're dead, he'll do other things. Like, it's it's crazy. I've never seen two damnations in a cyborg for John alongside two anger of the gods. This is it's pretty interesting, but I guess it was a good metagame call. And like yeah. looking at the top eight. Man, I want anger versus most of these decks. <laughs> I want anger versus Merfolk for sure. Yeah. For sure versus both the company decks. Grixis control, no, but Abzan, I mean I want damnation there. Mm -hmm. I probably want anger if they've got four kitchen finks, yeah. which they don't. We've got one, which is interesting. Um, yeah, his, his sideboard's really sweet. I, I looked at it, and we're like, yeah, I mean, this matchup's okay for John. It's probably pretty much even. Then their sideboard popped up on the on the screen. I'm like, oh, never mind. He's just going to win. <laughs> <laughs> He's got this. That's like so many damnation. <laughs> so what do you think about the graveyard hate? Uh, the Nile Spell Bomb? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like it. A lot of people are running, like, Relic and stuff like that, but... Um, for Jun, the graveyard hate usually is Leyland of the Void. Yeah. Which I think is good. Um, but Spellbound draws you a card, so I like that. It's it's just in a longer game, you're gonna draw this and be like, oh, okay, your graveyard's got like 12 spells in it and a bunch of Snapcaster Mages and Taskers. Okay, go away. Plus, it's, it's to help deal with the, um, Boreo's <coughs> Vengeance deck. Oh, yeah, also it just deals the living in really well. Yep. Yep. It's like a uh, more graveyard hate on top of your three mandex scavenging. Yeah. And and this <laughs> this is something that people are having to start doing um, is is running graveyard hate. If you, if you yep. do not have it in your sideboard yet, you're just going to there. lose matches. Like yep. That's that's how it's going to be. Uh, Gory's vengeance is still very strong. You're talking about living end, which we'll get to soon. Um, you have like the Grixis deck. Yeah, like you, you, you need all those twin decks and stuff. Yeah, you, you need to have some graveyard hate, guys. Mm -hmm. It's very important right now. <laughs> I think this is a good one. I also think Leyland of the Void is fine. Um, Leyland of the Void is better versus the control decks that have like Snapcaster Mages and stuff. Right. And I think this is better um, versus like the Gorius Vengeance or whatever. Because you really need to exile the graveyard once. Yeah. You're quite far ahead at that point. Mm -hmm. Same with Living End. It's like, no, no graveyard. Go away. <laughs> get, get out of here. Um, yep. oh, I'll get my scavenging is back. You can have nothing. <laughs> um, so, going through some of the other decks, um, we got to see, you know, some of the heavy hitters that we usually see. Affinity was in there. We got to see more of the, the twin players. A lot of, like, yep. these top 16. We had, um, you know, blue-red twin, teamer twin, stuff like that. Um, and... Um, we got to see, you know, Burn in those top couple lists, Scapeshift, Gorio's Vengeance, like I had talked about. Uh, but there was also a few, like, Esper Control and Blue-White Control style. Um, Ad Nauseam, also, like, more of a fringe deck, was starting to, to pop up more. Uh, but there was three decks over the weekend that really uh, was interesting for me to... Tickled to, your fancy. Yes. Uh, Chris Van Meter's deck. Uh, did, you, did you watch his evolutionary elves? Oh yeah, this is interesting. I I don't know if it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's really sweet. <laughs> it, so all right, guys, if you're not familiar with the deck, um, and for whatever reason you did not get to watch uh, Chris Van Meter play, a quick rundown: most of the elf decks that you're playing are going to be getting out the arch druids and you know being able to overrun you and and pump up all their guys and just kill you super quick. Uh, I heard it's true. Yeah. Where, where the evolutionary elves uh, objective is to um, 
get out. There's basically combo pieces with it. You need to have the the cloudstone. Whenever here, let me pull yeah. it up for you guys so you can. Cloudstone, Curio. Mm -hmm. So this this card's in the deck because you can't play Wirewood Symbiote. This is like kind of the worst version. <laughs> yeah. So whenever a non-artifact uh, permanent comes into play under your control, may return another permanent you control that shares the type. So because you're elves, everything is elf based. Cool. Yep. Just keep keep uh, bouncing your permanents. Well, you've got uh, ways to draw cards. Of course, um, your elvish visionary when it enters the battlefield, draw a card. Oh, sweet, cool. Yeah. Um, Regal force. <laughs> yeah. Heritage druid. Tap three on tap elves you control. Add three green to your mana pool. So you can essentially just make infinite amount of green mana. You can draw your whole deck. Uh, yeah. And you basically do this sit there and draw and tap out and do all this stuff until you get an Emrakul and then just cast Emrakul. Yeah, the, it's really like, it, it's similar to the Legacy deck. It's different in a couple ways, like, obviously you don't have Gaia's Cradle, so your lands can't make stupid amounts of mana, mm -hmm. but the engine's still there, like the Nettle Sentinel Heritage Druid yes. combo, uh, I mean, I, I'd call it a combo, yeah. is, uh, is still in the deck, and that actually happened on coverage. Chris, he had uh, three Nettles, or three, yeah, three Nettle Sentinels, so essentially every time he casts a green spell, he untaps them all, and then he just taps them all for green mana. So you can you can make as much mana as he wants because you know so spells don't all cast three. They're just casting like elvish mystics and visionaries and stuff. Yeah. Just netting mana off each spell, and you just go through decks so fast, especially with an evolutionary leap. Like yeah. oh, I don't need the elvish mystic anymore. Exactly. Different one. I want a different creature. <laughs> I want a different creature. Yeah. And it, you know he's even got like summoner's pack because this really is just a combo deck. Yeah. So summoner's pack I imagine is to draw heritage druid. Um, from what we saw in the match where he was on camera, that is the card that matters. You yes. just need a heritage to go off. Yep. But once you get it, you're just you're just so crazy. You just do whatever you want. <laughs> Draw the card. <laughs> I want to do this stuff now. Stuff. And then yeah. you just do it. So really impressive deck. Super cool. Um, interesting to see Emmer cool in it. Yes. <laughs> it's not what I expected for a finisher. Usually it's like Craterhoof or something. Right. Right. Like Zuri. But, but, but I guess because he's not, he doesn't need that many creatures. So it's just like, yeah. just those couple there, and then he's like, all right, I need something big. And ah, oh, look at this. Emrakul's the biggest thing I got. Cool. Yeah. Look at, and then we've got Weird Harvest. <laughs> Have you ever seen this card before? Nope. All right, all right. I'll break it down. Okay. <laughs> X green, green. This is sorcery. Each player may search his library for up to X creature cards. Feel those cards, put them into his or hand. Then each player who searches this way shuffles his or library. Uh, what? <laughs> this is a card? <laughs> I didn't even know. Yeah, apparently. He's got one main deck. I imagine this is... Okay, I've got a bunch of mana, but I don't have my Emrakul. And uh, I don't have quite enough to cast it. Or, like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to use my mana to go find my Emrakul. Mm -hmm. So he gets a bunch of L's, his Emrakul, and then he just goes off from there. This is sweet, man. <laughs> Printed in Onslaught and 9th uh, edition. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Onslaught, you, you make some weird cards, yeah. man. You're crazy. You're uh, crazy. I, I like you, but you're crazy. Yeah. So so this is another take on the elf deck. It's not as straightforward. Yeah. Um, so if you, if you want to play combo elves, guess what? Now you can, guys. This is the deck. This is the deck for you. Yeah. Um, Looking at the lens, he's got he's got one pseudo guy's cradle, which is the Nekthos. Mm, yep. You can kind of go crazy. I like that he's only playing one too. Like, 
Yeah. This card can definitely screw you over when you're playing 17 lands. So that that was one of the the spicy ones. Uh, death and taxes. No. Nope. Uh, yep. Death we got a friend taxes. who plays this deck. Like it's different, but like the same kind of thing. Yeah, it, I mean, it, if you're not familiar with it, it's basically you just got Aether Vials in there, mono white, and you yep. bring out awesome guys and and profit. <laughs> like you've yeah. got the even mind sensors to to shut down their fetching and and searching. Um, you, you've also got like dried militants. You can get rid of uh, stuff from the graveyards. Um, I think you know, like arbiters in there, so they yeah you know, have to pay extra mana. So I think that's the card people don't play around the most, like Leonin Arbiter. Yeah. Um, you need to know the tricks that they can pull with this card when you're playing against the deck. I've got a lot of practice against it, and like he used to just destroy me every game. Yeah. I'm like, oh god, this deck, and now I've you know I figured out how to play against it, and I usually just win. Mm. I haven't, I haven't lost him in a while. <laughs> so, you you gotta learn how to play against this deck. And one one big trick that you'll find is if you want to fetch, you're gonna pay your two mana for the Leonin Arbiter. You're gonna say, okay, activate my fetch land. Then they're gonna play a Restoration Angel, targeting Leonin Arbiter, and you have to pay two mana again. This is a thing. So be prepared, guys. <laughs> yes. Do not just <laughs> fetch into four open mana. <laughs> it it doesn't go well. <laughs> yes. This. Um. Just a lot of these little, you know, like quirky tricks they can pull, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, I, I would advise that you like proxy this deck and just play against it. Yeah, it, figure out what you're doing. It's it's, it's it's worth learning. It's it's a cool deck, and you will see it. Like at, we, I've been oh, to yeah. a couple events and and seen, you know, one or two people playing it too. Yep. Um, There's usually somebody there, mm -hmm. whether you play them or not. You know. So so it is it is a fringe deck, um, but it's yes. still pretty strong. Like the. Lauren, who was playing it, got 62nd with the deck. Yeah, like it's a good it's, finish. It's, it's, a, it's a solid deck. I mean, it's running like Thalia and stuff like that. Uh, Anna Fenza's in there. Um, you know, Flip Yeah, this, this deck's certainly different. Flip, I, I really like Dried Militant. I think yes. that's so good. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that until like as soon as I saw it. I'm like, that's just so brilliant. Mm -hmm. It's just so good against Snapcaster Mage, and they don't want to kill your 2 1. No. <laughs> oh, okay, Dried Militant, go away. Get out of here. Oh, crap. They just. Wild in another one. Yeah, um, I used to. I had like this standard black green aggro deck, mm -hmm. where it was like all one drops, all two ones for one, and then a Varls. <laughs> that was the deck. <laughs> it was so sweet. <laughs> the giant was like the best card. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> um. So the last uh, spicy deck would be Aliantrazis. Uh. Um. Lantern control. Oh yeah, he got tenth, right? He got tenth place with this deck. Okay. Um, if if <laughs> okay, so I, I I had heard about this deck a while ago. LSV made some videos about it. Yeah. Um, Do you know how this one works? Yes. <laughs> okay. Why, why don't you explain it though? Well, I pull up. I'll pull up. Uh, All right. The card for people to look at. Um. So here's the plan. <laughs> um, Alion Trazi does not want you to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> his 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 basic plan is to get Ensnaring Bridge out. Um, so you just can't attack him, because he's going to have no cards in hand. Yep. Get Lantern of Insight, and then make sure you never draw a good card ever again. So how he does this is with cards like Codex Shredder yep. and um, Ghoul Caller's Bell. So he looks at the top of your library and says, mm, I don't want you to have that Harbinger Another Tide or whatever. Mm. Put it in your graveyard. Okay, sure. I don't want you to have that Dismember. Okay, put it in your graveyard. Okay, uh, Land, sure, you can draw that. <laughs> And then he's, is... he's got things like 
uh, Inquisitions and Thought Seizes. Yep. Um, he, he runs Spell Skites in, in main board there. So it's like, all right, it, whatever you get, that's cool. I haven't answered for it. I'll be able to get it out of yep. your hand. I'll be able to interact with you and kill it if you if you play it. Um, <laughs> it it's it is a really mean deck, and a lot of times uh, the matches can go to time. Um, yeah. But it it's <laughs> if, if if you want people to hate you, play this deck. Is really, oh yeah. <laughs> Look, this is this is the, there's there's no discussion here. Yes. This is not fun. This is okay? a not fun deck. No one no one's having fun here except for you while yeah. you giggle maniacally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is such a dirtbag deck. <laughs> but it's sweet. I mean, it, it feels bad to lose to it. But on the other hand, you gotta like you, you gotta have, know that you have to have a very good it. understanding uh, of other people's decks too to be able to play it like yeah you, new players you cannot pick this up and and try to to play it. yes you can be like ah ha, ha, you can't draw this you can't draw the, that <laughs> you, you know it's not you're not going to do as well as as yeah. other other matches so yeah there are answers right now like you know roach k and colgan's command are pretty popular um also you can use any kind of discard like i guess even vendillion click kind of does it yeah um i guess that's probably too late like turn two they can be doing this to you yeah it's so hard, man. It's just so hard to deal with. <laughs> yeah, and and they've yeah, got they've also got the uh, Aether Grid in there, which I'm seeing more of now. Yeah, uh, it's the Origins card that says tap two untapped artifacts you control. This deals one damage to target creature or player. Well, if you've got a board of artifacts and it's like, yeah. well, you know what? Uh, on your end step, cool. Take I'm gonna five. boom deal a bunch of damage to you, and then untap and be ready to mill you or deal damage to you. I did not think this card was good. And I still don't think it's good. No. But it's very niche. Yes. <laughs> like, I, I saw it in the sideboard for Infinity, and it looked really good there, and I just didn't want to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess three mana red enchantments are just good. Mm-hmm. Like, that's got to be it, because, you know, Blood Moon. Um, um, I don't know, man. It's so crazy. Yeah. So, so that, those are the just the Star City decks that we wanted to kind of highlight. Uh, lots of straightforward stuff. Again, yeah, have have, have graveyard like... hate, guys. That's that's the yeah. Have some graveyard hate. Have some graveyard hate in in your board right now. Um, I don't know, just some other spicy ones. There's like a Scape Shift deck in twenty third. Yep, yep. And um, <laughs> that's it. Everything else is pretty yeah, normal. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. and and yeah. Scape Shift for the other like fringe decks that you'll see uh, when you go to events. Um, yeah. So be prepared. It's like entirely stocked this ad nauseum list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing special about it. So yeah. Um were there any of the top eight that you wanted to talk about in that? Like the Nye company is pretty much just Nye as yeah, it's, it's what companies. you'd yeah, what you'd expect yeah. with that. Um actually so somebody was asking, is damnation needed in the in the sideboard for Jund, uh, or can you get away without it? You can probably get away without it. Like I I haven't played it um personally very much. Like I, I have one damnation. Yeah. I just decided to not play it. Like it's good, but it's very metagame dependent. If you think you're gonna play a lot of decks like this Naya Company deck and um, like Affinity and stuff, you can actually just run Anger, which is gonna right. be better. Um, Damnation's good in matchups where you're not always gonna be able to wipe their board with the Anger, but you want to. So I think Merfolk's actually one place that's okay because a lot of the times they'll have like four toughness. So you can run it there, and you'll for sure get their stuff, as long as you live till turn four and they don't have a curse catcher. Um, another good place for it is, like, the the black-green mirror kind of place. Uh. So if they get ahead quick, like, say you're on the draw, and they're just like, turn one, thought sees you, turn two, goif, turn three, I don't know, like, kitchen fix or whatever, you're like, uh, 
this isn't good. <laughs> good die. <laughs> or, like, turn three, Bob. I guess Kitchen Finks isn't a very good example. Mm. And then in turn four, they play, like, Huntmaster. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to die if I don't have this Damnation. And if you just top deck your Damnation after their discard spell, if they're still playing it, I guess they actually they'll board out their discard for game two, so you don't even need to worry about it. So if you just have a damnation to deal with that, then you know you don't just you know you're you're actually way ahead because you're just three for wanting them. If you're you know you're playing like tap lands and I don't know doing whatever else, so play Liliana or something. Yeah, I, I think it's a good cyborg card. I'm thinking I probably want run one going forward, but do you need it? No. I think it's it's widely metagame dependent, and also you know if you think you need cyborg cards for the green black mirror then it's good there because it's one of the few that you can actually bring in other than just like grindy you know like olivia's and stuff right but i don't think you need it good good that stuff, would be yeah. that would be my thought <laughs> yeah our, our resident jund uh, expert here or i guess black green x expert yeah, over here. <laughs> thank you person for your question <laughs> um so the other big event was worlds um, yeah now I'm not this. When you look at the world's meta, uh, it is a very <laughs> yeah you, you different. Also this <laughs> <laughs> it's very different than what you will see at the rest of the events because it is a much yeah. smaller event. And the objective for world is they've got their their draft pod first, three rounds of modern masters draft, and then they go into their next couple rounds of. Uh, constructed. So a lot of it is is trying to grind out and get wins um, to be able to move on to the later stages uh, with decks that you think will do well. Not necessarily decks that you think are or best good. positioned or yeah. good, but just say in a small pool of people, I think this will catch people by surprise. I think I can be able to sneak out some quick and easy wins. Yeah. Um, so it's a very inbred meta game. Yes, there, there you go. Call a, it. A, a lot of it is because there's there's groups of players that are all on the same team, and mm -hmm. they'll, they'll meet up and they'll test and they'll talk and say, okay, you know what? That long grinding matchups not going to work for this weekend. We need something quick, something that can can get there. Twin, it can we can hate that out too easily. I don't think we're we're going to see much twin. All right, let's see what else we can come up with. And we we saw quite a bit affinity. Yep. Uh, the Boggles or Hexproof is another big one. Uh, which, Way. again, it seems every world's there's at least one person. Uh, this, yeah, read last time, yep. or I guess the time before. Um, it was and, charming then. Yeah. These guys are all just copying him. <laughs> um, You're not read Duke. <laughs> uh, we also got to see Living End. Yeah, a lot of Living End. A lot of Living End. Uh, at was, least four people were on Living End, I think. Maybe five? I think four? Yeah. Uh, it was, um, I, I think the metagame was this. This is just off memory, but six Affinity, four Living End, three um, Boggles, and then a bunch of one -offs. Yeah. I think that was right. Well, so we had we had like a couple Jun players. We had a couple Twin players. Black-White Tokens, there was actually two people that showed up with Black-White right. Tokens. Um, I imagine they tested together. Yeah. Um, yeah. You and then. Um, it's like an awful choice. <laughs> it well, no, no, no. Oh, if, actually, if it's it's good looking at the meta outside of worlds. Yeah, yeah. But when you go into worlds. Yeah, there you go. Not does not work so well. Um, it's really bad for boggles. <laughs> <It's just laughs> yeah. 
Yes. I, I, I would think anyway. I don't. No, I don't it is, it is, it is horrible it. against it because you. Because what's nice with with the token deck, and I actually have a black white token deck. It's a, it's a different from what they were playing with theirs, but okay. um, you know you you run removal in there, uh, path to exile, dismembers. You can easily be able to cast without having to worry about it. Um, but against boggles, that those are just completely yeah, dead cards, <laughs> like completely. So, yeah, I, it's it's not a good choice. Uh, uh, like tokens also doesn't kill quickly at all. Like it's pretty slow. Um, yes, yeah. And boggles, as soon as they draw their their enchantment to give all their creatures protection from your creatures. <laughs> Then you can't block, and they just have like or or like a rancor even because yeah. they love trample, which is like really great versus boggle or uh, tokens. Um, you just can't race them if they have lifelink and trample. You're not gonna win. Like I, this is just how it is. I, I've played Treetop Village versus tokens. are like, oh, Treetop Village. I can't beat this card. It's got trample. Like yeah, <laughs> I just kill your lifelink and <laughs> kill you the trample guy. Right? <laughs> like uh. so. I, it's really hard for tokens to race that kind of thing. Yes. And they just don't put a clock on them fast enough. Now, there are Liliana in the, are Liliana's in the deck. Yes. But we see that, you know, um, Hexproof can actually deal with those with Dryad Arbor. So yeah. it's so hard for this deck to win. Mm -hmm. If they have an untapped fetch land, they're just like, yeah, go ahead, play you're that never role. killing their guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's never happening. So I think it was probably not a good metagame choice. <laughs> For this tournament, like you no, said. I agreed, yeah. And, and like, I, um, we also got to see, like, I guess two control decks. Um, UA was yeah. playing blue-white. Which um, is weird. And, and it was the Dragonlord, Ojitai, um, Sun Titan, Resto, Angel, Kitchen Fix, yeah. like, Wall of Omens, and Click. Like... This is the craziest deck. It is. <laughs> um, and, and then the other one, I guess, is, like, the the Sean McLaren's blue red pyromancer deck. Yeah, wasn't there a Grixis deck? Oh, there were twin decks. There was twin decks. Yeah, but right. but, but like at, like actual like control base like the the pyromancer deck really is a control deck. Yeah, um, it's kind of like control. It's tempo control kind of thing. Like yeah. you're playing your young power and trying to get in there. It looks to me a lot like Delver. Would you just didn't want to play Delvers? Yes. <laughs> Which is confusing, because I think Delver would have been a really good choice. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it, I, as far as um, a creature to run in your blue-red tempo deck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. He just didn't want to do it. He's got, like, mana leaks and stuff. Um, it's a lot of counter magic. Wow, look at all this counter magic. Yep. There's a cryptic, a dispel, three mana leaks, four remands, a spell pierce, and three spell snares. That yeah. is so much counter magic. <laughs> he, he is ready. Wow. Um, yeah, he is, he is super ready for these control mirrors. Yeah, I, I guess he is really just a control deck. Um, I think he played against Yuya, right? Yes, like they had a match, and they, and they like, super almost grindy. went to time. I loved watching that match, but... <laughs> right, it was the last turn. <laughs> yep. It was turn 5 Yuya. And that, I was surprised it was even time, though. Like, I thought they just wouldn't time the rounds. They would just yeah. make players play fast. Mm, I don't know. But, oh, I don't know. Because, like, having a draw at the tournament, that sucks. Mm. It really sucks. Um... <laughs> So there was also a Merfolk player there, um, like the the one of that we got to see. Um, yeah. There was, like the, uh, Abzan player. Dr okay. Um, yeah, the uh, Brazilian guy played Abzan. Yep. We got Brad to Nelson see. played Jund. Mm -hmm. Um, who I think Paulo played Grixis twin. 
I think that's who it was. Uh, I think so. And then, uh, apparently, Kentaro Yamamoto was on Timur Twin. Yeah, and that, there was a blue-red twin, too. I think we had three twins. Okay, three twin decks? Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apollo had the Grixis. There was one at least blue-red, and then there was the Timur one. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to have seen even the, um, uh... Just Sky Twin, but nobody seems to be running it. But it's it is a little bit more controlly, yeah. and and it's would not have worked so well against um, some of the decks, especially. I just I just looked at Brad Nelson's Jun list, and it makes me want to throw up. <laughs> There's a card in here. I'm already entirely sick of Hangerback Walker. Oh, like, he is card. running it. I don't want this card. I I think it was like just should have been printed at this point, which is crazy because look at it. It doesn't look that good. But it is. <laughs> It is though. It's just every standard deck needs this now. It's so annoying. And that's I hate why it. I'm not really playing standard. I, I was playing Sphinx's Tutelage. Uh, yeah. Without I mean, buying the Jaces because. Uh, yeah, the Jaces are like fifty bucks. Insane. So I was like, I'm playing budget. Remember <laughs> when Jace was twelve dollars? It was like the cheapest one. I, I Gideon was thirty. Now yeah. they switched. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Hangerback is is popping into modern guys. Uh, yeah, it, most of the time it, it you makes were seeing sense it. In Affinity. Yeah, yeah, that's like most of the time you're seeing it in Affinity. But uh, Brad is saying, you know what? People are gonna want to bolt this. People are gonna want to kill it. I'll just get some thopters. Yeah, he's he's actually cut on scavengers to add Hangerback Walker, mm -hmm. which is a terrible meta game choice because there's <laughs> a deck that really really again. wants scavengers <laughs> versus. <laughs> but uh, man, this might just be right going yeah, forward. We, we gotta try this, which I, I hate. How much is hanger back running right now? Like fifteen bucks, sixteen bucks. Ugh. I just bought one. I'm like, I don't want to, but I'll do it. I gotta do it. Sold out in Star City. Yeah. How much? Twenty. Twenty? They went up again. Sold out at Star City. Uh, if you got a foil, you can get thirty-five for it. Man, I just. Like, why? Um, I'll, I'll wait. I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait. It's going to rotate, and we'll go down a little bit in price. I mean, it's going to be in your Merfolk deck now, too. Like, Ugh, It'll be in everything. Like, <laughs> What's that? You're, play you're playing Boggles? You, you got your Hangerbacks? Where's your Hangerbacks in there? Yeah. <laughs> hangerbacks. Um, your Lantern Control? You got Hangerbacks? <laughs> this is good, right? Uh, but again, guys, get some Graveyard Hate. Um, yeah. Because you're going to probably see, after people watch Worlds and be like, oh my oh, yeah. god, live and end, guys. You have oh, no god. idea. Look at how crazy this deck can win. And burp, burp, burp. <laughs> Yeah, it can. So, okay, to be fair, Living End's sweet. Like, it is. I don't, I don't want to play down the fact that Living End is a sick deck. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, for, for being honest here, I think this deck's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised nobody was on Living Twin, though. Uh, I'm not at all surprised, but I yeah, wish somebody had been on end. Twin. <laughs> twinning End, sure. I like Living <laughs> Twin better, but yeah. Twinning end works. Mm -hmm. It's just it's a funny deck. <laughs> yeah. We need LSV. Apparently, he's actually playing that deck a lot. The living end one, or the yeah, like you listen to limited resources. He's just still playing it. It's like, yeah, this is just fun. <laughs> it's a cool deck. If anyone, I guess we should probably explain how living end works because okay. it it's probably a little confusing at first. I know the first time I looked at it, I'm like, what is this deck doing? Like, these creatures are all just bad. <laughs> Why are you playing this? Stuff? Yeah, the, the basic idea here is um, you want to cycle all your creatures. So, so cycling so, is yeah, just... Refresh yeah, refresh on what cycling does. Yeah, cycling, you just pay some sort of cost. You know, for Street Wraith, it's paid you life, then you draw a card. Um, you can have, like, Swamp Cycling and stuff. Um, I don't know, for Jungle Weaver, it's, like, two 
just like two colors, monstrous caravan, like red or black mana. They're all pretty much like that. Um, it's from Alara block mostly. The ones here, like uh, a lot of them are. Yeah. So you just want to cycle all your guys. You know, you play your fast lands, cycle your dudes, and uh, play your fulminator mages and kill their lands. And then you play Demonic Dread or Violent Outburst. And those cards are Cascade cards that are 3 mana. So what you're going to do, how Cascade works is you cast this, and then you start flipping cards off the top of your deck. You go until you hit a card that's less mana than the Cascade spell. So in this case, it needs to be 2 or less mana. Surprise, surprise, there's 0 2 mana spells oh. in the deck. Um, and then once you find something, Living End in this case, because its mana cost is 0, you just get to cast it. And Living Den is just Living Death, if you've ever played that in, like, Commander or whatever. So, uh, sack all your creatures, or I guess exile everything from your graveyard, all your creatures, sack everything that's in play, and then put all the exiled cards into play. Um, so the idea is you cycle all your creatures, put them all in your graveyard, and then you just, you know, you're like, Demonic Dread, and then you just put them all into play. <laughs> so, it's pretty sweet, I mean, it's a sweet deck. Um, there's a lot of really cool cards in here that just don't see playing any other decks, so if you are looking for... So it's a little budgety. This is a great choice. You're still running a lot of fast lands, which are much cheaper than fetches. Yeah. Like you're not running any fetches. Um. Yeah. And maybe like the one or two. I guess in the, in some of the lists they're running the bloodstain, but even then it's like the the ones from. Oh, are they running? Oh, they are running bloodstain. Mark. Um, yeah. But you can run the cheap ones then. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. You, you don't. don't like right. Um. And it's it is a good deck. Like you, you will be able to win with this deck, and that yeah. is why you need to have. Graveyard yeah, Graveyard <laughs> Cage does not work, though. Uh, doesn't it? Nope. Because they're not entering from the graveyard. You're exiling oh. them, and they're entering from exile. Oh, yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> no. Just well, so you know, for all you people like, oh, I better buy all these Graft Digger Cages. Does not work. Does not even slightly work. Relic, yeah, Relic I, of Progenitus, all this stuff that when they cast Living In, you exile their graveyards. Yep. I, yeah, I guess that's the way to go. Relic of Progenitus or the Nile Spell Bomb. Yep. I guess you could run like um, if you're running Zermatt. white, like you're you're better off. Oh yeah, rest can, in peace. Yeah, you can run yeah, rest in, in peace. And uh, they're not going off before you can play rest in peace. So, I man, I just feel like white deck should have at least two rest in peace on their sideboard at this point. Yes, yeah. It's so good in so many matchups. Ah. You can bring John versus Grixis versus this versus Gorio's Vengeance. Like holy crap! You, there's just another, got there's the another another white card for y'all of you guys uh, that works against Living In. It works against. Um, our uh, Vengeance stack. Is this the Leyland I don't know about? No. <laughs> I actually don't know what you're talking about. Hollowed Moonlight. Oh, yeah, that new one. We, we talked about this. Um, I forgot about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody's running it really. The, I saw the um, Lauren was running it in her um, Death and Taxes deck. So it's yeah. one from Origins, cost two, colorless and a white, till the end of turn, if creature would enter the battlefield. And it wasn't cast, exile it instead, and you get to draw a card. So they're like, alright, living in. And you're like, ha, ha, gotcha. just kidding. No. no. Actually, I just exiled all your creatures and drew a card. Yep. You do lose all your creatures in this situation, like, you do get wrath, but at least you don't die. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, if you're running white, you're probably not that. Yeah, you don't care as much. Worried about it. And it works against Gorio's Vengeance, too, because they're going to be like, aha, Gorio's Vengeance, look at this awesome little Grizzlebear end. Oh, just kidding, he's, he's gone. No. Look at this ex oh. oh, sorry. <laughs> Crystal Brand, go to the corner. That's why. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> so he gets exiled. Like, hey, you've been bad. Go to the corner. <laughs> Think about what you've done. <laughs> Think about what you've done. 
Uh, <laughs> no, Gristlebrand, no. <laughs> Bad Gristlebrand. Um, yeah, so so that's that's what's happening with Worlds. Um, yeah, I, I guess we should like go over the Infinity and the Boggles list quick. Okay. Like, Infinity plays a bunch of cheap artifacts and Galvanic Blast for this. One. That's yeah, it. The, the, well, there's, there was a few that ran like the Thoughtcast version. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, all really the same. The creature base is going to be the same every time. Um, you know, Vault Scourges, um, you're running Ornithopters, Signal Pass, Memnites, Etch Champion, Arcbound Ravengers. And you can win by just bouncing the token, uh, the uh, plus one counters from Arcbound onto other creatures you've got like seal of you can infect people if you want uh, yep ink moth is in there you've got ink <laughs> moth and blink moth like it's 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 a it's a really good deck um it actually is a really difficult deck too you might not think it when you're like oh i'm yeah. dumping my hand and look at all these stuff but you really have to think about okay can i afford to sack all this stuff right now is am i actually going to be able to deal enough to you, you know, how can I, you, you actually have to sit there and, and yeah. think about it's, it. It's a lot of math. Yes. This is why Frank Carson is, like, the king of this deck. Um, it's a lot of math. It's not as much, like, so for Jun, or, you know, like, a lot, or, like, Twin or whatever, um, a lot of the skill comes from metagame knowledge and yep. knowing how to play the specific matchup. Mm -hmm. From Affinity, you want to sequence your spells. That's what really matters. Yes. If you sequence your spells perfectly, you're probably in a good spot or you know obviously if you have a decent enough hand um but if you screw that up you're gonna lose real bad so if you're gonna play affinity go home and practice 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 like seriously just sit in front of your computer and play games of affinity with the computer while it does nothing like goldfish affinity a bunch yeah. and figure out all your sequencing and how quickly you can kill people yeah and like okay can i you know can I win? Okay, you're tapped out right now? Yeah, can I just kill you with Infect Damage and this Ravager? Mm -hmm. uh, count up quickly? Yes, I can. Cool. So, that's what's important. It's a really sweet deck, though. If you want to get into Modern, it's actually pretty cheap, too. Well, cheaper than most. Uh, with the exception of, like, the Moxes. And yeah, I, I Mox level's pretty cheap. has gone up in price, too. Glim yeah, I... Man... Steel Overshoot's <laughs> probably gonna spell scouts or something. Never mind. Uh, it's great. There's really, no there's no budget there's, deck. There's no budget decks in modern. Sky anymore. is falling. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, I got the Ink Moth next. This is like ten bucks, okay? There you go. Less than ten. There. And Ink Moth works in infect too, so you're set up Blink to go either way. No, Ink Moth is like thirty bucks. Oh, you, oh Blink Moth was ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought Ink Moth would be so cheap. Yeah, <laughs> Ink Moth is like it's super expensive. <laughs> It was supposed to be... Okay, so I, I heard this story. We're going to go on a little tangent here. Uh, it's about Modern Masters, though, so it's not really that much of a tangent. Um, I, apparently, Infect was supposed to be an archetype oh, in the set. Uh, so uh, this, is, this is what I figured when I saw that Blink Moth was in the set. Because I'm like, why why twice in a row? Um, yeah, it was supposed to be Ink Moth, and there was supposed to be a bunch of... like Just a full Infect archetype. <laughs> but then... And, yeah, and they played with it, and they played with it, and they're like... This set's terrible. It's <laughs> <laughs> just too good. It's so good. Like, it was the worst draft format ever. Uh, uh, <laughs> it was not worth playing, so they had to take Infect out. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> I imagine it'll just be in the next one, but this, <laughs> I didn't think that was really funny. Yeah. Like, mm, we did have Infect in here, but... <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Don't have fun. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so the other deck is the Hexproof deck. Um, yeah. Most... Likely you will be seeing green-white hexproof, or boggles, as people call it. Yeah. Um, 
and the objective is to you don't really need much man at all um the, yeah you need like three lands yeah glade, glade cover scout it's a one one elf with hexproof um slippery boggle one one hexproof you can cast it's it for a beast uh yeah it's a beast you can cast it for a green or a blue um and our core spirit dancer costs colorless and a white to O2, yeah. whenever you attach an aura to it, it gets plus two, plus two, and if you play an aura, draw a card. Yay! Uh, and then Dryad Arbor, of course. Um, yeah. So, the objective is you put all these auras, these, um, you, usually you're going to be putting the umbers on them, uh, from, if you guys remember, yeah. Zendikar. Yeah, first goes Umbra. Mm -hmm. so, you want to be able to protect your guy. Exactly. Um, so, putting those on there is great, and then you get those big stuff like, um, Ethereal armors mm -hmm. get plus one for each enchantment you control. Um, the spirit mantle, your protection from creatures, uh, and get ready for like the daybreaks and the unflinching, the rancor stuff that you can be able to push through with damage. Like daybreak is the best. It costs two mana, two white. Uh, enchanted creature gets plus three, plus three. Has first strike, vigilance, and lifelink. Um, yeah, this is like a twenty dollar card at one point. Yes. Like twenty five bucks yes. just because of this deck. Like, it was reprinted in Modern Masters. It's actually really cheap right now. Yeah, actually, yeah. so I, I actually just built um, Boggles myself. No! I built, I, I built uh, Ban oh. Hexproof. Ban Hexproof. Because I slowed mine down and added an Invisible Stalker and Geist. Alright, guys, this has been the last episode of the <laughs> <Stalls> 2. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't. <laughs> because because I love building decks. That's why. My co host um, is actually a terrible person. I, I didn't know this. You, you, you should have known this with how I, I played Mill and I play Infect. Like, why would like, I not be a horrible I, person? I respect Mill and Infect because <laughs> I can interact with those yes. things. This um, is. Okay, look, look. If you want to play this deck. You either are on a very tight budget, which I understand, and then I can't really be mad at you. Yeah. Or you're a dirtbag and you just want to have not fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's one of those two things. Uh, there's no, there's no gray area here, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, but th this is a deck that you will see at events. Yeah, you for know. sure. Um, so you need to understand how to play against it. Um, Spellskite is great. Yeah. A plus. It's like the best card in Magic against mm -hmm. this deck. Now, the the one thing you have to be so worried good. about, though, is Suppression Field, um, which is the original Ravnica card. Costs one color, oh, yeah. and one white. Actually, let me pull it up on Gatherer so you guys can see as well. Yeah, one and a white. Activated ability costs two more to pay unless they're mana abilities. Mm -hmm. Rude! Is it, oh man, this is for Planeswalkers too? Yes. Uh, so I can play this and I can't eat it with Liliana the turn uh, I play her? Right. And it works for fetching too. Yeah, it sure does. Yes. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> no. Why does it work? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so most of them run multiples in the board because it, if you're trying to spell Skite, you're going to have to be activating it. Uh, yeah. Well, now you have to pay three mana to activate it, or one life, and, or two life and, and uh, two mana for it, so uh, that helps out um, against that. I, my deck, because because Hex Proof is slower um, than the green-white version of it, um, by adding in the, the two costing creatures and adjusting it, I run suppressions in the main board because I'm a bad person, uh, and I like to watch people cry when they try to fetch. Oh, <laughs> so... No! <laughs> Worse than a normal green. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think, you know what? 
I can under I can be I'm okay with suppression field. I hate Leyland Sanctity. Yeah. I hate it so much. It's dumb. And Leyland's amazing. It gives you hexproof. Yeah. Like you can you can't have hexproof too. You can choose. You get hexproof or your creatures get hexproof. <laughs> you can't it's have not both. both. You can't have both, okay? Um, we want to interact somehow, right? Like <laughs> Well Guard Charm's just main deck now <laughs> Um, yeah, I, in all seriousness, I, I, this is a fine deck. Like, if, if you're just getting into modern, it's it's very linear. Yeah, and so it's you know it is a, it is a relatively cheap deck too. Yeah, it's like two fifty if you don't play the canopies. That's and that's the thing. I was like, I'm not playing canopies in mine, but I'm also running three colors. Yeah, so, so I'm getting away with not worried about it right now. Um, but yeah, it's like you you can get away with with just the fetch lands that are in. Um, in cons, yeah, yeah for sure. In cons and not have to worry. Um, Temple is not too expensive, really, um, and, and even the the enchantments are, are super cheap right now. Um, yeah, well, they're all on cons. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, even because well, Daybreak got reprinted. Yeah, um, Daybreak is was expensive, one. but now it's not too bad, and the rest of them are all on cons. I think uh, the Spirit Dancer might be the most expensive one. Yeah, that wouldn't be surprising. I know. Um, Boggle and Scout, both pretty cheap. Dried Arbor is a couple bucks, but not too bad. Yeah, let's see. Spirit Dancer is actually Spirit Dancer is still super cheap, guys. Um, you you can get yourself a foil for twelve bucks. Oh really? Yeah. Um, you can just buy a regular one for like eight bucks. Hmm. So that. Wow. Yeah. yeah so so if you're cheap. looking for a a great deck to get into modern, we found your budget deck. Modern is saved. The budget deck still exists. Hard to save. $250. <laughs> I'm sure there's hey, something. But you got to think about it. You can spend $250 on Jace right now, or you could spend it on Boggles. You could spend $200. Yeah, 200 bucks on your playset of Jace's. <laughs> we could do this. <laughs> Which do you think is a better investment? Gosh. <laughs> Jace is too expensive. It's altogether way too expensive. Have you seen the foils of that card? Have I seen the foils of it? Yeah, like the price. Uh-uh. I just saw the regular cost of it, and it's expensive. It's probably stupid. I don't actually don't know what it is, but I'm going to go look. All right. You let Jace. No, on that one. So that that's... While he's looking that up, that's really the rundown of the decks. Um, oh, they're only 60. Don't expect too much um, of a lot of the world decks to be played at big events. Uh, or like your local shops, but yeah, you know, you're, well, they're all real dags. They are, and and so like this is a good way to say, okay, you're not just going to see the Juns, you're not just going to see, um, in fact, you're not going to, you know, just see the same decks that we were seeing. We're going to see different yeah. decks too. So be, yep. you know, if you're not familiar with the matchups, you know, proxy them up, have yeah. have somebody okay. try them out. So yeah, I actually I, I've been wanting to do this for a little while to build like a modern gauntlet. Um, our our just shop, like proxy our shop it. does have legacy and modern gauntlet. Oh yeah, see that'd be so sweet. Like I should just do this. Yeah. Like the are they all proxy? I assume. Yep. Yeah, I mean it. It just costs you time. Yeah. Like just print them out. Have enough cool. time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a podcast. Of course I have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So so Brandon, what is our upcoming events? There's a couple GPs, modern base. Yeah. So why don't you we, we talked about these last time. Um, we'll just go over them quick. Oklahoma yeah. City uh, 
on or the twelfth of September. Yeah, so that one's the um, one coming. That's up our soon. next one. I I thought this is an Oakland, which is way closer to me. I'm like, <laughs> maybe I'll go to this. I don't know, maybe. And then like, wait, Oklahoma City. Wait a that's not Oakland. No. And I looked at a map like the South. <laughs> Screw this. <laughs> not flying to the South. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, it's also October thirty first, so Halloween. Is uh, Porto Alegre in Brazil, so that should be cool. And then in November, the twenty-first to the twenty-second, we have Pittsburgh, which I will be going is, to. PA is that Pennsylvania? Yes, Pennsylvania. Sweet, got it. Done, um, nailed it. Yeah, if you if you live close to any of these events, definitely recommend going. Modern GPs are always an awesome time. It's just people get really hyped for the uh, the eternal the the eternal weekend GP or not week the, the eternal GPs. So. Mm. Should be sweet times. Um, how about this uh, this new thing that has to do with having less cards than other people? So, what do you think about that? I love it personally. I so yeah. the, they had the mulligan rules start out. Would... Um, <laughs> where where did they start that out? The Pro Tour. They tried yeah, it, and then they were like, "Hey, we're going to try it on Magic Online." No, it didn't happen. But at Worlds, they're doing it again. Yeah, they just never did it on Magic Online. I think the the feedback was like so resoundingly positive. Yes, they just decided to do it. Um, so this this does actually a pretty big change for yes. modern. Um, and this is not just for modern; it's for all all of Magic. Yeah, this, this is for everyone. I think I think this change is completely good in every way for limited. There's like yeah. no arguing here. Like mulliganing and limited is just so punishing. This helps mitigate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and constructed, it, it's, I, I think it's still probably good. Like I don't think it's gonna give those decks, you know, the decks that benefit from this, which is like any kind of you know cheeky combo deck or yeah. like a really fast aggro deck, right? Where they just need specific cards yeah. and they have the the chance of flooding and stuff like that, or you know, you have to keep one landers sometimes. Um, it helps those decks a lot. Like it really does. Like affinity gets a lot better, burn gets a lot better, in fact gets better. Um, so those decks are all going to become more popular, I think. Uh, <laughs> Delver. Okay, so there was talk about this being too good for Delver, mm-hmm. but if you're worried about that, Frank Carson wrote an article, and if you're noticing a theme where I just like cite Frank Carson as truth, there's a reason. Like the guy's pure genius. <laughs> um, but he, you know, he ran the numbers and <laughs> literally. Yeah. Um, and it, apparently it's not actually a big deal. It's the only not. time this matters is if you're on the play and you have a Delver that would flip, or that would, um, you can make sure your Delver's going to flip, and the Delver flipping then would make a difference in the game. It comes out to, like, a and, quarter and it's, percent. And it's to not have a fetchable land, too. You have to have yeah, you a have to have a, or a like basic a, or something in order to play this Delver and, yeah. and scry and say, okay cool there is a way to flip this delver right now and then you're yeah. you know turn two you're swinging for three but like well, like you bottom a land and then you flip your delver because yeah or, yeah or. like it's it's a very situational and, and, and yeah uh, it's not it's not even gonna come out no no it's not it's, it's, delver is not gonna be the the, the win all beat all deck after this change it's not that's yeah. not how it's gonna work out it does it does get better because delver decks are just inherently a little aggressive yeah so Yes, Delver's getting better, but I don't think it's getting any better or any more better than, you know, other aggressive decks that right. are going to like this, right. so... And you, and you made a good point, like, with, with some of those aggro decks, Affinity, and, and like, Infect, and stuff like that, uh, yeah. the combos and stuff that are going to benefit, do it. I, and 
the biggest thing is we're going to see more interactive games of Magic. Because yep. there's been times where people go, alright, ship to six. Down to six. Oh, awful mm, six. Uh. Maybe maybe I could keep it if, if there was a land on top or something yeah. like that. If yeah. there was just one more land. <laughs> and then and then someone was like, alright, you know what, I'll risk it. Scry. Oh, cool, the, there's a land on top. Sweet. This makes this hand actually playable and stuff like that. Or those that, or, you know, being able to yeah. just play games better because you're able to choose, alright, you know what, this five is worth it. Mm, oh, another land? No, I can't use another land right now. I need to ship that. And then you, yeah. able, you know, like, being able to play games instead of just ship down to five and go, well, uh, I die. Because I can't do anything. Which <laughs> Do not get to play Magic. Yes. Sad face. <laughs> that, it's going to get, or it's not going to get rid of them. But no, it's, it's going to reduce that a lot, which is great. I think that's so awesome. But I'm a little worried about decks like Amulet Bloom, where, you know, it's very hand-dependent. And yes, the skill of the pilot matters a great deal. Yep. Obviously, it's an incredibly difficult deck to play. I'd say it's probably the hardest in modern. Mm -hmm. But having better draws, like having this mulligan rule, is going to help them so much. Because this is one of the decks where mulliganing is just, it can be really punishing. Yeah. If you just don't get the cards you need, you just don't win. That's how the deck works. So, it, you know, mulliganing, you have less chance to get the cards you need. This is going to help them be better. And that deck's already really good. And, and, you know, there's stuff like Burn 2 is going to get, you know, just a tiny bit better. Yep. And, you know, Affinity and all that. So the, it the, worries me a bit that the format, you know, this could actually just speed the format up to the point where it, it changes a lot. Yeah. And, I don't know. Like it, I don't know. Maybe I'm just overreacting. No, no. There, there's definitely <laughs> going to be some... Um, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Some... some growing Back. pains i guess sure there we go. After, after it happens like people are, are gonna have a some people are gonna have a hard time dealing with that some people are gonna take full advantage of it with the decks that they choose to play and, and that will yep. have an effect on the meta um, well let's all be honest here i'm gonna play john like it's <laughs> who are we kidding here <laughs> I, play, I played it when it was bad <laughs> i just played john <laughs> I just want to do it, okay? Like, <laughs> let me take away the cards in your hand and then play a like, yeah, This is just that's, that's what's all I want to do. <laughs> Except, <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah. So that's you know a big change that we wanted to to talk about, and you know it's going to be happening when Battle for Zendikar comes out. So that boom yeah. kicks in then. So that's Battle for Zendikar pre-release coming up, guys. Um, so you're going to play an FNM, and then you're going to go pre-release later that day, and it's going to be legal later that day, but not the FNM. <laughs> If you do a Friday night <laughs> or a midnight release, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, fun times. <laughs> fun times won't be had by all. Um, uh, I, I do think this is overall a good change, though. Yes, I, I agree. Um, You're in the same boat, yeah. Yeah, I, th I think a lot of people are. I think I think there was a lot more hesitation at first before we got to see the Pro Tour and see how yeah. it went at the Pro Tour. Um, I think yeah, that, that helped a lot. I think I actually was the opposite, like. When I first heard about this drill, I was like, A plus is awesome, amazing, nothing wrong about it could ever happen. Yeah. This is perfect. Now I'm like, yeah, I think it's still good. I think it's a good change overall, mm -hmm. but I do see the downside here. Yeah. Um, even in standard, maybe I just start playing mono red or whatever. Mm. <laughs> if it's if it's that big of a deal, which I, I really don't think it will, because it only matters when you're mulliganing. Right. So it, it I mean, matters clearly, in the next yeah. where mulliganing is really a big problem for you, which isn't like all of them. Mm. But, yeah, I, I think this is a cool rule, though. 
Also, now instead of the Paris uh, Mulligan Rule, it's the Vancouver Mulligan Rule, so go Canada. Yeah. So go Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Lies. Canada. Um, <laughs> Alright, so let's um, talk about Battle for Zendikar then. Cause yeah, we, we okay. Did, we did have some, some news. There um, are news things. Alright, so <laughs> we've got New Full Art Lands. Yep. They, they they talked about it a little bit ago before the announcement at PAX, uh, and we're like, hey, it's confirmed you will get full art lands in fat packs. Yeah, which is awesome. Which is great. and Exactly how it should be. Yeah. Um, they've confirmed that there are going to be new art as well as at least one old art. Um, yeah, I see that. I see they picked the worst for us. Uh, print. <laughs> and, you know, because they're like, hey, nobody's playing this this one. This is the cheapest one. Let's reprint this one because then maybe people will actually play it now. Yeah, happen. but they reprinted Stargate Mountain, which is like the most played one. Yeah, they did. So I don't know what's going on here. I don't know. <laughs> it's But they they they're sweet looking for the ones yeah. that are, are reprinted. They all look sweet. Like, all, all the lands are going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm looking at them right now, and they're just, they're beautiful. Yeah. If you go onto Mythic Spoilers, guys, you can see pretty much the full list. I just wanted to pull a couple of, uh, up for you guys to be able to look at on stream. Um, and, and, yeah, they, they look great. But we've got new um, dual lands, I guess. Shock lands. Yeah. Fetchable they're lands. not shock lands. No, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, I guess they're... they're they're a new cycle of, of, of dual lands. Of duels, yeah. Um, so they're fetchable. They're they're like Plains Island. They have the basic land types, mm -hmm. which is very relevant, and this is why I want to talk about them for modern. Cool. Um, so I'll just read one out. Prairie Stream is uh, the Plains Island, so you can fetch it if you can find a Plains or an island. Uh, Prairie Stream enters the battlefield tapped unless you can two or more basic lands. This is the bad part. <laughs> They're fetchable with your fetches, which is awesome, and I think it's going to make standard really sweet. This yeah. is what I wanted. I wanted fetchable dual lands, which is so cool. Um, but in modern, you generally don't play that many basics. It's especially right now where the meta is, it's like all three yeah. colors. Yeah, it's like a lot of three color decks. Like, I'm really not certain that these are going to see much play. I, I do think they'll be played in budgetless. Yeah. Like, if you can't afford shocks for some reason. Although, honestly, these will be more expensive than shocks for a little while. Because of standard. Yeah, yeah while they're in standard, they're going to be more expensive than shocks. Which is, is really funny. <laughs> um, so, you know, once they rotate, we'll probably see them a bit with people just starting to get into modern. And I think shock lens are going to start going up soon. Mm -hmm. Like, they are, I guess they've already started to go up. So, they are a budget option for modern. But the little... I mean, you need two basic lands. That's... That's going out of my way. <laughs> I run three total out. in my deck. And, and how, how many basics do you run in fact? Two. Two. So if you get both of your <laughs> basics, then you can play your... I don't even know. I guess Sunken Hollow is the closest one for you. Yeah. The green-black one's mm -hmm. not out yet. <laughs> um, so. But but this is, this is one of the reasons why I'm also making uh, Blue Moon in Modern. Okay. Uh, it's because everybody is running three colors, and everybody yeah. has like no basics in it. So Blue Moon is going to hate on everybody, and I'm going to make it pretty good. Yeah, I like Blue Moon. I would play that deck if I had all the cards, which are expensive. Yeah. Uh, luckily, <laughs> my my buddy has the Blood Moon, so I don't have to. <laughs> buy I do. Those. Blood. I got one. 
You can see, yeah, he. I think he has a playset. He bought them before they they skyrocketed in price. When they were like three dollars or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like so a while ago. There was a time where you could get like blood moons for like fifty cents. Yeah, because they're like, all right, you'll see them in like mono red, and you might see like a one of here and there. But it wasn't even that. Like they just weren't on anybody's radar. Like, nobody thought to play it. <laughs> like, Modern wasn't a thing. You couldn't uh, play them in Extended. They're not really good enough in Legacy a lot of the time. There's better versions of Hate. There's, like, Back to Basics and stuff. Yeah. So, you just, like, nobody played them. Another $50. <laughs> Imagine if you just bought all the Blood Moons. Like, oh, I see Blood Moon mine. <laughs> Dibs. 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 Scoops. <laughs> I need that, though. <laughs> so, yeah. I... So, so you, you're not expecting to see them really see play in modern and that and that's because of, one. yeah like i i don't think we'll see play in like you know like tune lists but i do think that we're gonna see some uh some budget play i mean they're acceptable i like if you're running two colors like i thought about this when i first saw it it's like you know maybe you want um yeah. say you're running blue white control you've got like six or seven basics in your deck mm-hmm. you're gonna be fetching them early i mean these become dual lands like they yes. become insane i mean it, like, it, even if you're fetching on your opponent's end step though like you are doing with shots oh, yeah. anyways like they yeah. you can definitely play with them if for whatever reason that's the lands you have available to you yeah if you can't get your your shocks and you have these because you know you're playing standard say you're starting magic right now you're gonna get these you're gonna get your play set or whatever for your standard deck if it's you know how you choose to play standard the right way um, <laughs> and then you're gonna have them and you're gonna go into modern and be like well you know this modern format looks cool maybe i'll just try it like okay cool you have your fetches from Konzentark here yeah you have these room right now awesome you have you know like a, an acceptable modern land base with some basics so I, I think that you know there are gonna be people playing these in modern not in tuneless but or at least not a lot in tuneless yeah. but uh it could happen like i said if you're playing like blue control or something i could see you know, like two hollowed fountains in one of these, because mm-hmm. there are going to be points where you'd rather just get this. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Uh, and they announced that these lands are also going to be extended in the packs. Yeah. Yes. So these are. I okay. I think this is how I figured it out. All right. So you can open. This it's called Zenikar Expeditions. They're they're was it twenty five floor lands. Yeah, I think it's twenty five uh, in the first one. Saying, yeah. yeah, there's twenty five in the first one and forty in the se- or twenty in the second one, so a total of forty five. Um, so it's just in your pack. I don't know if this is replacing the basic or what. Yeah, I don't think they've specified yet. You can just open one of these lands, mm-hmm. and they're all foil. They're all full art. They're all gorgeous. Like if you look at the art, these are all incredible. Yeah. Um, they're. I mean, you take, like, the Zendikar full art lands and just make them even cooler. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, like, I think it's it's the same they're same probability of a foil mythic. So, not very common. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... But they are... Awesome so looking. cool, yeah. yeah. And it it's pretty much confirmed here. I mean, there's a Steam Vents and an Aired Mesa uh, that they've spoiled art for, yeah. so... So, so uh, I've, I've, la- I've labeled that in, in <laughs> our... On my podcast thing, the shut up and take my money, uh, because oh yeah, the, the, just look at those. Like, yeah, no, totally. That's... Just, just shut up. Just take. Because <laughs> they... even the even the duels are looking absolutely yeah. incredible. Mm-hmm. Like just looking at these lands, I get shivers, man. They're so good. Yeah, 
Just everything about them is so incredible. <laughs> I thought these were what the frames were for the normal ones at first. I was like, what? Mm. They're all gonna look like this? Just kill me now. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> I don't I don't need anything else. It's, I'm done. Yeah. Like fork. Done. <laughs> you sound like Gordon Ramsay here. Like seriously. <laughs> Ugh. Um. But yeah, I obviously, you know, they can't all be like this or right. they wouldn't be as special. Yeah. So if if you have these Wow. Um, these are like the go-to for pimping now. Like if you're pimping yeah. a, a legacy deck, you have to get these because yeah. they look cooler than the onslaught foils. This is how it is. Now, <laughs> what what like is the rule with the arid mesas and the steam vents though for Battle for Zendikar? So you can play them if you open them in a draft because mm -hmm. it looks like you just have to pick it. Like you don't get to just keep it. I thought maybe what they would do if like, if you open one in a draft or like limited, you just get to keep it. Yeah. It's like it's yours, and then you pick a card. And you're like, hey guys, look at this. I drew like my hundred dollars or whatever. <laughs> look at my foil sculling turn. Like you guys can all drool and like knife me in the parking lot. Um, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> it's, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> um, but no, you have to pick it, but you get to play with it, so it's probably not that bad. Um, obviously, first picking a land in like a pro tour is not going to be good. So I think they're gonna like they usually open the packs and take out all the foils and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I think they're gonna do that with these. Mm. Like, I don't think they're. You're not gonna open a, a pack of the Pro Tour and see this. Like, there's just no point. Yeah. Also, um, you cannot play them in standard, guys. Yeah, you, you can play them in whatever format they're legal in, obviously, or they'd yes. be really dumb. Yeah. Yep. But that does not mean that Steam Vents and Arid Mesa is legal in standard. Yeah. And, and, and I think this is a cool way to do it. I mean, it's a land set, and that, you know, now that we're not yeah. having a core set anymore, they can start to maybe do this. Um, yeah. I, it's I like, hey, we're gonna sneak in a couple of reprints. As just like, a way to reprint. Yeah, just like and, and like make them extra special like this or something like that. Yeah, there's a lot of space for doing stuff like this. Um, I think for Zendikar, they wanted to, you know, they're they're, they're trying to test it out. Yeah. Um, so they're like, hey, you know what? We'll just make them really rare and um, super special. Like if you get one of these, say you pull, say you pull the Verdant Catacombs, you call me, I will send you my money, and you send that to me. <laughs> you do that. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> but you know, so you get one. It, it's really special. It's awesome. But I could see them in the future just having like, hey guys, you know, like, you know, every six packs or whatever, we're gonna put this card in there because yeah. it needs. To be printed. I, I could see that happening. I don't. I don't know if I'd like that. Right. You know, a general scale, but well, but, you know. but it could it could be very theme oriented though, like depending on what worlds we go to. Like you know, clearly yeah. it's Zendikar. Okay, ha reprinting the lands and making them like this is cool. Um, yeah, but it, you know, return, it, return to center, Ravnica. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Start yeah. like, confidence in there, like <laughs> something. You know, maybe do do something that way. I don't know. Yeah. So. Actually, they'll just call it said Jace. <laughs> Seriously, like he wanted to do more stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we get isn't Jace at, at, for Zendikar? Yeah. Are we, we're, I mean, they just want to do more stuff with Jace. Just, just hey, guys, Jace is the best. Jace. Jace. Is Jace. We're just gonna yeah. call this this next set Jace. This next set is just called Jace. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but these are these are awesome. This is a sweet. This is really sweet. Yes, I am. I'm probably gonna have to buy a box just because I want these. Yeah, <laughs> I want them so bad. I'm <laughs> uh, I'm 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 going to be buying a box and a fat pack at least. Um, because yeah, that that sounds pretty reason to get to get uh myself some some full arts guaranteed i'll probably go ahead and drop the box yeah draft i'm sure i'm gonna I'm <laughs> you're just gonna open them don't lie to me don't lie to me spend a lot <laughs> you and of your money you're gonna open them <laughs> probably 
<laughs> we probably do, we'll probably do both. Actually, is what we're gonna do. Yeah, that's fair. We'll spend a box and all right. This will yeah. be our draft box. This will be our open opening backpack, box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is our draft box. We're just open to have fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have friends who do this. So they'll just like they'll sit together at a table and just bust packs. Yeah. Like oh, get in there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, the value. It's the value. <laughs> You're just hemorrhaging value. No, it's all over the floor now. Oh. Stop, please. <laughs> please. Yeah, um, I, I, I do love Medrissom drafts, so that's, that's probably it. Um, so there's one other thing that I think we should talk about, other than the fact that the mountain I just looked at is so sick. What? It's like Lava Mountain? Dude, that's awesome. The bottom one on Mythic Spoilers looks really sick. Oh, yeah, that one is... It's like a sick. trench of lava. Yeah. They all look good. They, they all look good. That one specifically. Anyway, um... Moving on. Uh, Ulamog. So... Ah, uh, yep, yep, yep. I think this card's really good. I think it's gonna replace the, the current Ulamog. Hmm. I, so, I I love it for the simple fact that um, you get to mill people with it. Yep. That, well, you kind of do. They exile the cards. Yeah, well, they're still milling them. They're not on their library anymore. They're gone. It's kind of milling. It's kind of. It's, it's mostly milling them. Mostly. Yeah. So the card is um, it's ten mana for a ten ten. Uh, you know, not bad. Uh, when you cast, this is the reason I think it's it's really good. When you cast Ulamog, the ceaseless hunger exile two target permanents. Yes. So original Ulamog is one more mana, and you destroy a permanent. Yeah. This is you exile, and you get two? Damn! So it costs less, <laughs> and you get more value out of that. Yeah, one mana less, and your your cast trigger is better. Obviously, Annihilator is better than um, exiling the 20 mm -hmm. in Modern, but, I mean, really, when I, I see an Ulamog, I think... He's gonna kill my best permanent, and now it's gonna be he's gonna kill my two best permanents. Yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Tron, no. Yeah, that's that's, that's exactly what it's gonna be doing. Um, it's great. I think it's really sweet. I. What are your thoughts here? I. Are you are you on the same page as me? Yeah. No, I I agree. And and like you said, like Tron players are gonna be all about it too because there's yeah. you know, you're sitting there and you're like all right I need to get out something big to answer. The, this threat right now, whatever whatever it might be. Mm. I mean, let's let so let's say we're, we're facing down Jund or something like that, and they they've got a sure. you know um, a Goyf and a Lily. They've been taking up and stripping your hand or something like that, and you can be like, oh, top deck Ulamog, bam, Got get rid of both of them, and then they just scoop and, and then they cry. Like, yeah. Your Liliana goes away, so you can't edict this, and your Tarmor Goyf. Oh, come on. Yeah. Your threats are already good enough. <laughs> um, so I, I'm really hopeful then for whatever other Eldrazi that they reprint for him. Um, yeah. I mean, I, so we're not... It looks like no more Annihilator, though. Yeah, Annihilator's done. They, the Apparently on the Storm scale, it's like a 9. <laughs> it's like almost guaranteed to never see reprint. <laughs> Oh no! Wait, is it lower is better or higher? I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, we're not going to be seeing annihilator. Yeah, uh, anyway. it's whichever one is not reprinted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I I I like it. I I you know. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm surprised they don't have the shuffle. Yeah, that, I thought that was interesting. Cause yeah. The, the so the older ones, whenever this uh, is put into a graveyard from anywhere. Uh, its owner shuffles his or her graveyard into his or her library. So, yeah. Emrakul, Ulamog, and Kozilek all had those. Cool. Um, I wonder if it means Ulamog's gonna die in the story. 
Because I think the flavor of them getting shuffled back is like they can't die, like they're yeah, too big. That's but true. but maybe this, this time this the, guy can die. The Eldrazi can die. Yeah, the, like you can kill this yeah. with the sacrifice effect or like an exile. Well, I guess you could exile the other ones, but um, so you can, like, make it dead. Yes, which um, is interesting. So Kozilek costs ten before. Yeah, Kozilek um, was ten. Ulamog was eleven, and Emrakul's fifteen, right? Yes. Now, does that mean all of them are going to get reduced in price, do you think? Or cost? No. I don't think so. I, I don't think it's like a precedent they've set. Mm-hmm. It's just like, for this one, this is how they balanced it. Yeah. It kind of makes sense. Like, he's he's 10 power. Like, he should be cheaper. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the other Ulamog, <laughs> compared to the other Lodraws, he was overcosted. <laughs> <laughs> By like, one. Yeah. They probably just didn't want two of them at 10. Honestly, I think, like... <laughs> If we're talking about Commander here, Cole's like still by far the best of them. Mm. Well, okay, the best one that's legal, I should say. Like Emrakul's clearly better, but yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, this card's really sweet. Um, I'm excited. I also think the uh, ingest mechanic. I don't know why this doesn't have ingest twenty. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> Maybe they just didn't want to put that down. Yeah. Like twenty is too much. Just just say what it does. Just, this is what it does, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't have ingest twenty. It just exiles the top twenty cards. So it's like the same thing, but. It's not the keyword. <laughs> or, uh, not mechanic. Um, I like that this one also has flavor text. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the other ones did. But, you know, there's so many words in the other ones. Too. Yeah, it's too much. Too much words. <laughs> too many words, yeah. <clears throat> now they don't have to... Oh, yeah, looking at the other art... Like, so they, they changed the, uh... Oh, no, never mind. Never mind. I was gonna say they changed it, like, um, I thought it said Ulamog, the Infinite Jar, is indestructible, but that's not correct. Mm. It just says indestructible on it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, really? You notice how they worded that? That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, do you have anything else that you want to talk about? Because I think that's all the stuff. I, I think that, that is it for now. They're going to keep giving spoilers, and, you know, everyone's going to throw all their money at Zendikar. Oh, yeah, yeah, they have going to be so happy about it. Um, I'm gonna like go work more so that I can pay for this. More money, yeah. That's go get a student loan. <laughs> Just to buy what, what are you gonna use this money on? I need to. I need to buy. Uh... I need to buy lands. <laughs> yeah, I need to buy lands. <laughs> um, oh, so this is completely unrelated, but apparently Odin Turtenwald he went to Starbucks and his barista was like, "Good luck." <laughs> Apparently, just knows. That's awesome. <laughs> this, is, this is as far as Starbucks has gone. They just know now. <laughs> they, they're just in the, they're in the know. That's great. yeah. They're in the know. Uh, uh, that's funny. Cool. So, it, anything else, or we can do sign outs then? Uh, yeah. Let's just do our sign outs. That sounds good. All right. So get us get us started then. All right, guys. Well, I am uh, Brandon Mucciaroni. Ooh. The sweet Italian last name. Or uh, Muatarin is unknown on all the social medias. If you'd like to follow me, which would be appreciated, it's at Muatarin, M-U-A-T-A-R-A-N. Um, I also have a YouTube page, which I do upload draft videos and stuff on. So if you want to check those out, it's, uh, what is it, Mu- Muatarin TV. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you want to check those out, that'd be sweet. I uh, would appreciate it. Also, it's just fun to know that literally anyone is... Uh, Watching draft videos when you pay money to do them. So, <laughs> selling a kidney for a play. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So check me out. Hopefully that would be uh, that be sweet. Also check out the podcast, the last episode because it was good times. And uh, yeah, thank you for watching.
Cool. Um, and I am the real Nan Man, or Nan Man as you'll find me all over the interwebs there. Um, if you like the live show in response to, please hit that uh, follow button here on twitch.tv. Um, Mash that follow button. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we do uh, go live once a month, as of right now, um, is, is yeah. how we have the schedule. So if you want to know exactly when the live show is going to be happening, if you're following both of us on Twitter, at the real Nan Man and at Muatarn, you'll know when that will be going on. Plus, you'll get to know what sort of projects we're working on, uh, mm -hmm. if there's any sort of decks we're playing, events that we're playing at, that kind of stuff. Um, I'll also be uploading this onto YouTube, youtube.com slash nanman, uh, and I started to do a little bit more magic-related stuff. I'm going to go do a point-of-view Modern Master draft today uh, and film that up, so lots of, lots of good stuff going to be coming up uh, in the works there. Um, but thank you guys so much for tuning in and watching. Uh, that's going to do it for us here tonight, guys. And we'll hope to see you back here uh, same time, I guess. Well, it wouldn't be the same time. Oh, yeah. I'm so used to my, my normal sign-out. It's probably the same-ish time. Same-ish. In the morning when none of the nerds are awake. Exactly. <laughs> On a Sunday. Bef before all the actual um, events and stuff kick off. But, yeah, everyone's in church or sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for actually tuning in and watching live for those that did. But All right, that's going to do it for us, guys. We'll see you guys next time. All right, peace.